Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. You all right? We're doing great. I'm hoping I'm doing this right. <laughs> I can see myself. I can hear you and see you. And so it seems like everything's on point to me. Perfect. So how are you doing, Dave? I'm doing pretty well, man. Just uh, thinking about, I think I need to go outside soon to the studio and finish up a little work for some friends. I've, I've recently um, started recording, I guess, over the past year or so at home and Occasionally, I get little projects here and there, you know, to record for my friends and other people. And, you know, so I think I'm, I'm, I have a project due that I need to get on soon. But, you know, it's not, you know, rushed or anything like that. Just kind of yeah. hanging out, doing the best I can for my friends, you know. Perfect. Well, let's do a short introduction. I'm sure. your host, Alan McIntyre, The Southern Flame. We're on The Loud Spot. And this is Dave Matthews with Saving Able. Hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> So I saw that uh, Jay, uh, sorry, that you guys were jamming and doing some new um, music. Yeah, uh, right now they're currently in the studio, uh, finishing up on a couple of tunes and writing a couple of other ones. Just you know, whenever inspiration hits them, they just jot it down. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of how they've done it for years. They've got a certain formula that they follow. Um, Anytime they find ideas, uh, Skid just hits record and they just write them down and then they'll have a bank of songs or a bank of ideas and then they'll just start putting them all together and um, building rough demos. And then each uh, band member will start coming in slowly throughout the weeks or over the next course of a month or so until um, things happen. And so um, I guess it's like, I guess everybody has a different way of doing it, but uh but this way it works really well for them, you know? Perfect. So it looks like you guys are having a lot of fun. I've been enjoying the clips of you posting on Facebook. Yeah. Playing and stuff. It's, it's really cool to see your point of view, your perspective of everything. So those are nice to see. Yeah. Um, I'm extremely grateful that I even got a chance to play for these guys or with these guys. Cause they're just, there's like, they're really good hearted people, mm-hmm. you know? And, we're always laughing or cutting jokes at each other or something. So it's just, you know, I got really, really lucky to, to be asked to do this, you know, and we're all from the same area. So, you know, I grew up seeing these guys on MTV when I was getting ready to go to school in the morning, you know, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So um, to be asked to do it was just insane. So I, I try to give back 
as much as I can um, and, and play my parts exactly like the record or really close and try to, you know, support the songs that they wrote, you know, cause these are like their babies, you know, mm-hmm. you know, this, these, these guys trusted me with 15 years or so of their work, you know, and told me to count it off every single night and pretty much drive the, drive the bus live. So right. I try to do the best I can and, and try to support each and every little nuance in the music, you know, that way people get the, the best experience and get their money's worth, you know? Right. Well, you're doing an epic job. I love seeing you play. I love seeing what you bring to it. Um, so you guys have new music coming out. When mm-hmm. Do you have some uh, tidbits of secrets for us of when that might be? Yeah, I heard a little bit today, um, which I was actually updated on. I didn't really know. <laughs> like, I, I kind of stay out of the loop of, of a lot of that stuff from behind the scenes. You know, mm-hmm. I, I pretty much work in my department and when they call me and they're like, Hey, it's time to track drums and I'll go do that. Or, Hey, the bus leaves at midnight. And then I just show up. But other than that, I just kind of, you know, practice and stick to myself. But from what I heard today, I'm not going to go into like crazy detail, but um, it'll be, you know, over the next course of the next few months, uh, we'll start releasing things here and there. We did finish up an essentials album, which is pretty much everything that had ever charted or, um, their most popular songs over the past 15 years, um, they got the rights back to their records. So they were able to recut them with the lineup, the new lineup, Great. Um, and, and kind of uh, refurbish them and reamp them and, and, you know, remaster them to bring them up to date. Oh. Um, there's, they were amazing then and, and they're amazing now, but um, I guess it was just, an, you know, pretty much like an update. Right. So, and he still sounds the same. Jared sounds exactly the same. So he doesn't, I mean, even at night, you know, when we play together, sometimes we have a track or two that'll be flown through the mix, just a yell or something, nothing crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's so like precise with it that sometimes I don't know. (laughs) He's so accurate that it's, it's scary because I hear everybody singing in my, my monitor mix together. Mm-hmm. And it's just like super accurate. Like their harmonies are perfect every single night. It's it's pretty wild. Um, but when I heard the, the, the new stuff and the new essentials, it sounded exactly the same. Like he still has that much power. But it, instead of the previous drummers, it's me playing drums. Yeah. Well, it's going to be great to see. And the new album is called Essentials. Yeah. So it's it's the Save this is Saving Able Essentials album. I believe there'll be three singles off the back of that that nobody's heard yet. We've been okay. playing one of them live. Um, so I think that one's coming out on it, too. They also had a 20 years uh, thing. I think it was called Shade of Grace. And that was like acoustic stuff that they had written prior to that band even existing. And they had all that stuff in their vault and they just released all that too. Because that's uh, how those guys got back together was Jason and Jared met up at the studio, you know, at the same time and was like, Hey, let's, let's do some recording. You know, before Jared agreed to come back, he was like, let's, Mm -hmm. let's see if we can write some stuff, you know, just to see if that old, you know, flame is still there. And it was, and then it turned into all this. So (laughs) that's epic. And yep. to see you guys together, it's like you're just one big happy family. I met you guys last yep. year or in August mm-hmm. um, at Rockin' Pod, 
Mm-hmm. And that was just so epic to see you guys um, just bonding, like just one big happy family. That was It's always like that. Precious. Yeah. Yeah. It's like every time we get on the bus, like even um, with texts and all that that come out, you know, it's they treat them like family, you know. Um, and it's even like that in their homes. I mean, they'll invite oh. me over for dinner and like our kids play together, you know. Oh, how sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, you know, it was always... Um, it's always been a really welcoming ordeal just being around those guys. Cause any one of them you can call right now and they will help you as much as they can. No, oh, that is priceless to have people in your family like that. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like a real family. Like, and they've been like that every lineup. There's only been like, I think three different lineups of that band mm-hmm. and every one of them were the same, you know, well, you they're can all definitely just, see the love and feel the love around you guys. Yeah, we, yeah. And like, they're, they're like that to their fans too, you know, like their, their fan base is like extremely loyal and like, you know, we have no shame of getting off the bus and going out and shaking everybody's hand. Like it doesn't bother us a bit. You know, we go to the merch table, we interact with everybody. I mean, everybody deserves that, you know, nobody deserves to be snubbed, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's sad when you do see that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like people forget that um, their fans is kind of where, why they are where they are. You know, right. of course they're talented, but if you don't have the fan base to back it up, and right, you know, and then to see other bands snubbing their their fans, it's it's hurtful. Yeah, yeah it so is. Definitely you know, proud of you guys for that. That just, yeah, thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, all of us came from the working background. Like all of us, mm-hmm. you know, we've all had day jobs. You know, so we know, I mean, I think the guitarist, Jason, he like had a day job all the way up till he was like 27, 28 years old. He had a kid and a wife and everything when Saving Able started, you know? Yeah. And Jared, you know, Jared worked really hard, you know, and had day jobs and stuff. So like we understand, hell, even me, I'm 27. I had a, I had a kid and a wife and was working a trade job all the way up until, I got this gig pretty much. I mean, other than, you know, I I started playing with Lance Lopez right before I was playing with uh, Saving Abel. And, you know, I was very fortunate enough to be able to kind of do a side hustle and play gigs to make a living for a little while before I joined the band. But like, other than that, no, we've all had, you know, normal jobs all the way up until Saving Abel, you know. And so the way we look at it is, I mean, these people they get away from their day jobs to take a break to come see us. The least we can do is go say hello to them and make their night or their weekend. You know, like I remember meeting my heroes for the first time and, and, you know, um, I was sometimes stunned and speechless and sometimes, you know, my heroes didn't want to meet me, you know, they, they kind of, you know, I've had my heroes break my heart before, you know, but it's, it's okay. I'm, I mean, being a musician, you develop thick skin, but, yeah. but people that don't understand that it will hurt your, it will hurt their feelings, you know, and it we're not, we're not hurt. about that. Yeah. yeah we're very positive. Feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. glad to say, and are you guys planning on doing anything like the rocking pod again this year? I think I'm not really sure. Um, mm-hmm. I remember attending rock and pod actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there this past time with Saving Able, but I was uh-huh. there the year before just as a visitor. That's awesome. 
like I was just hanging out and like I had to get one of my buddies to get me a guest pass because I didn't I couldn't get in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was like, I was like, hey, man, you know, you, you know, because like when you start hanging around Nashville and stuff, you start to like find friends that are in in bands and stuff and they'll get you tickets or get you a plus one or something like that. And that's kind of how it was for me with rock and pod and little events like that. And Nam and all that. My friends right. played in bigger bands and they would help me get into stuff. So I got it. I, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to get in, um, not this past year, but the year before and, and kind of get around and mingle and see how everybody did anything. But I, I didn't even have a, I didn't have nothing. I just like played for random bands and I subbed a lot of gigs. Like if somebody was in a pinch, you know, I would help them out. And look where you are today. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, I'm just really fortunate to be able to do it, you know, especially, you know, uh, at this caliber, you know, I mean, I wake up in a different state in my bus every night, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's wild. And I don't take any of that for granted at all. Like I'm just, I'm super grateful. And, you know, another thing that I got lucky about was I like all the songs. Yeah. It makes like, a big like, difference. Yeah. Yeah. I like every one of them. Like I don't, they can hit me with a, with a B side and I'll know it, you know, like, mm-hmm. When I went into their rehearsal, you know, I, I think I knew 20, 22 songs and they only needed me to learn like 12. I learned like <laughs> most of the catalog because I already knew all that stuff. Overachieving. That's great. Though. Yeah. I just, yeah. I, w- I was learning songs that they didn't even remember the words to. Like, what about <laughs> this epic. one? And they, Do what? That's epic. <laughs> yeah. They were like, I'm like, what about this one? And they're like, dude, we haven't, we've never played that one live. And I'm like, what about this one? And they're like, I think we played that in 09, 08 on the Nickelback <laughs> tour. Wow. That's how do you know that? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I just learned all of them. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been with Saving Able? And um, what got that started? So it's funny. Uh, so I was in Jared's band mm-hmm. uh, prior. So I was still working a day job and like I would, I was, you know, called upon to play with him here and there. And, um, so I met Jared, I was 24, I think when I met Jared and I had been playing a bunch of these little tribute nights in towns, you know, like the grunge night or the new metal night or the metal core night or the rush night. I did rush one time, you know, and, uh, for people that don't know that how the Nashville tribute thing goes is what happens is somebody will put together this event and they'll book it at like the basement East or the exit in or the cannery or something like that. And, um, they'll somehow find a pool of musicians and these musicians will start sharing it and telling people here and there. And then if you get recommended for it, you get put on the list. Nice. So, um, they'll have a list of songs that they email out to everybody and they'll say pick five or pick three or, however they do it. Um, and you pick a couple of your songs and they put you with random musicians. You don't even know who you're playing with half the time. Wow. Um, and then you normally, you don't get a sound check and you don't get a rehearsal and you have to get up and play one or two songs in front of this big crowd at the basement East or the exit in. And you have to like nail it pretty much note for note. And then you go on about your day. And some people I've played with, I've never even like I couldn't tell you some of the people I've played with. Cause I don't even remember it happened so fast. Wow. You know? 
It's so they just throw you to the wolves, huh? <laughs> pretty much. Um, but I was one of the fortunate ones that kept being asked to do it. Like I got asked to do grunge night probably. I don't know. I've done every one of them except this past one. I had COVID. So I had That's to skip. Heart. Yeah, I had to skip out on that one. Um, but I've been asked to play every single jam night in town. So I, that's how I met Jared was at a jam night. Somebody was, they actually had a rehearsal night for this new metal night, which is crazy. That never happened. So I showed up just to, just to help and just help ease the tension there. Cause these are all strangers playing in a room together, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's different calibers. Like some people are big touring musicians and some of them are just, you know, people that like to do it for fun, you know? Right. Um, Which is cool too. Um, Makes it interesting. Yeah, it's cool um, because some people get to play with their heroes at these jam nights. You know, I, I have. Um, That's perfect. Yeah. So I got uh, called to, to do the new metal thing. So I think I was doing a poem by Taproot. Nice. And then I got called up to do Engine Number no. 9 by Deftones because I'm a massive Deftones fan. So <laughs> I got called by the Deftones cover band to come up and do that as a guest. So that That's was cool. Right. Yeah. Well, there was a song called Mud Shovel by Stained, and it was on the list. And the drummer for Stained, or the previous drummer, the last drummer for Stained, mm-hmm. um, was supposed to be there for the rehearsal to do it. But they never I don't think they ever gave him a time to be there. He just showed up when he showed up, you know, as mm-hmm. most people did. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the guys that were in the little group, the band that, that made up uh, every, uh, the song or whatever, the group of four or five people. Um, one of them had to leave and Jared was singing the song. Nice. So they were like, well, you know, John's not here. Does anybody know mud shovel on drums? And like two or three people pointed at me and was like, I bet Dave knows it. <laughs> sure enough. I did. I knew every bit of it. So I was like, yeah, I'll run through, you know, Jack's got to run, whatever. So I jumped up on the little riser there, the little stage in the rehearsal room and, I looked around and I noticed all my friends. I'd done made friends in Nashville. So I noticed everybody that was playing in the setting were my friends. I was like, well, there's Matt, you know, and there's Jeremy and there's Jack. Okay. Well, well there's Jared Weeks. I've, I've never met him, but oh, that's the Saving <laughs> Able guy. Cool. Right on, you know? Yeah. And I was just prepared. So it, it didn't blow my mind that you know, Jared was in front of me or all these other celebrity, you know what I mean? Like, cause I'd been around it so much. Um, got nerves of steel, dude. <laughs> yeah. I just got, I was just like, all right, here we go. You know? Cause like, you can't like when, if you want to do it for a living and like play at a certain level, you can't like, you can't be like, Oh no, I'm terrified. You just have to like count it off and do it. You know? Right. It doesn't bother me to play in front of, thousands of people it, it doesn't it doesn't even register in my brain i don't even like crowds to begin with so mm-hmm. like so it it's does, put up or shut up huh <laughs> yeah it doesn't bother me you know what are they gonna do get on stage and come get in the way of me flailing around <laughs> and potentially get hit no so it's okay um so i counted it off he played it nailed it to the floor whatever um he kind of grinned at me and that was it. Um, I didn't, I tried to talk to him just to say, Hey, you know, good job, dude. You know? And I guess he was just kind of over the night and I was like, well, you know, I'll see you later. All right. Yeah. Okay. And he just walked out the door and he's like, yeah, I got kids. Bye. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) 
he just kind of bailed. He was just like, I got to go see you. And I'm like, all right, well, it was nice meeting you, man. You know? Right. <laughs> um, and then from there, we, we I'm, I seen him again at the night and John ended up getting up and doing the song live, you know, which that's cool. Uh, and I did mine and whatever, but uh, Jared and I, we kept bumping into each other backstage at the basement East and we would, he, he's got a really funny Southern sense of humor. Yeah. It's like all his jokes are smothered in gravy. So <laughs> I immediately got it because I'm from the same area. I literally am from like an hour from where he grew up. So like, I understood all that stuff, you know, like how we call ointment salve, you know, instead of a bag, it's a sack. You Honey, know? I'm from Alabama. I get it. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, I'm from Mississippi. So, um, so, you know, I, I got to see all that stuff and hear that stuff. And it just kind of brought back like funny childhood memories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think he was one of the only other people backstage that knew who like Jeff Foxworthy was, which was even funnier. <laughs> so, you know, um, we kind of hit it off and I went back to, you know, went back to work, you know, I was working a trade job and putting in glass, you know, I was a, a glazer. So I installed glass windows and big That's commercial cool. buildings and all kinds of stuff. So, um, we kind of got to knowing each other a little bit, um, through, I guess, Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one day my, my best friend, Jeremy Barber, who is now the guitar tech for three doors down. Um, nice. he was one of the guys playing the jam nights with me. He plays every one of them with me and we would work together as a team. If somebody dropped out, I'd call him or, or, or vice versa. You know, if, if they needed a drummer, he would call me. If they needed a guitarist, he'd call Jeremy, you know? Sweet. So we, we worked those jam nights together until we got in all of them together. Um, yeah, we were like a, a duo, you know, and we played gigs together. Um, but Jeremy, he he messaged me and said, hey, you know, uh, Jared Weeks, because he was friends with Jared, I think. But um, he was like, I'm, Jared Weeks is doing a solo project thing, you know, and he's building a band and I'm playing guitar for him. And I was like, well, that's awesome. You know, and I didn't really think much of it because I'm such a like a when I'm doing something, I'm extremely focused on it. So I don't really pay attention to anything else around me, any kind of moving parts, you know? Yeah. And, uh, just jokingly, I was like, well, let me know if he needs a drummer, LOL, you know, I'll do it, you know? And he's like, how much saving able do you know? And I was like, Oh, probably three or four songs. You know, I grew up about an hour from where he's from. So, nice. you know, I, I, I got to see all that stuff. I remember, you know, some of the kids I went to school with when they had their, their pickup trucks, they would pull into Walmart parking lot with like 18 days <laughs> wide open. Like I, you know, I, I heard that stuff my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess he, I don't know how exactly we got brought together all the way, but somehow he did need a drummer. Wow. Um, and so Jeremy gave me his phone number and said, call him. So I called him and was, you know, like, Hey, you know, Jeremy Barber said, you need a drummer. I'm, you know, I can open my schedule if you have any dates or anything. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll stay in touch. So Jared's really bad about like, he, 
for my for my uh, how I am anyway, I'm impatient, <laughs> and he is patient. So, like, he'll give you like a two week window without speaking to you, and then all of a sudden he'll call you and just drop a load on you. So that's what happened. He, I like didn't hear from him for like two weeks. I was like, all right, I guess I didn't. Okay, cool. You know, and I just kept moving on because in Nashville, people, yeah, I'll call you, and they never call you. Yeah. Oh, and you're like, whatever, you know, so I just kind of was like, all right, cool. I'm going to keep doing my thing then and playing with bands and whatever I wanted to do. Uh, and then finally he called and said, Hey, we're, you know, we're going to get some dates going, you know, I'm like, cool. Well, that was like March of 2020. Mm-hmm. So you pretty much know the rest from there. <laughs> so n- nothing, you know, it was just nothing. All the dates were just gone. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. But we did do this thing called hello TV, which was like a live taping. Um, which was really cool because we only had like, you know, a couple of hours to get the set list together. So it was half of his originals and half saving Abel songs, which if I go back and listen to that, me playing that, I can't listen to that stuff now. Like, yeah, I'm happy that I did the, the, that, but listening to how I played those songs versus how I play them now is Mm -hmm. like night and day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I was, I was very grateful to be asked to do that. And that's where I started meeting him and getting to know his family, which was a whole other thing. Yeah. You know, um, they were just the sweetest people. His kids came running up to me and immediately like they didn't meet a stranger. They were just like, Hey, you Dave? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, you play drums for my dad? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, we're friends. And I'm like, (laughs) Oh, how sweet. (laughs) I'm like, okay, cool. You know, that's just the way they are. The whole family's like that. They're just like, we're friends now, you know? Oh, that's Uh, Southern hospitality. Yeah. It's always different down here, isn't it? It is. It is. It's it's way different, you know? And I've, you know, over the years I've been eyeballing LA for a long time, you know, just going out there and playing in a rock band. But then somehow I ended up in Nashville, you know, I don't know, but it, I'm cool with it. Um, but yeah, we, we got to knowing each other and, and me and him hung out more than anybody else in the band. Mm-hmm. Like I was just going to his house. And then one time we did this like random gig out in the middle of nowhere in Martin, Tennessee. <laughs> it was just, it was just us two Yeah, going out there to do like a guest spot for this house band. This house band was going to play his songs, you know? And he was, he was the headliner. It was a couple of country bands. And then the house band was going to play, I guess, 18 days and, you know, whatever else. Well, we rode out there together. It was like a three hour trip. We just, I went to his house to pick up a shirt or something. And he was like, you want to ride? And I'm like, yeah. So we went and we got to know each other on these long car rides like this. So we went all the way there and, you know, we showed up and, and our guitarist and uh utility guy were also in that band so there were like three members of his solo band there already uh, we were just missing our bass player and our guitarist um so i'm standing there that you know out front and at the front of the stage and um yeah uh, the, the one of the singers from the other band asked you know who are you, you know who are you with here today and I'm like, I'm with Jared. And he's like, cool, man, you play? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, cool. What you play? Drums. Who you play with? Jared. Oh, well, why aren't you up there playing the songs? And I'm like, man, I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes. If y'all want to play, y'all play. It's not, it's really not that big of a deal, man. 
And somehow he got me up there to the stage and was like, hey, hey, this is Jared's drummer. He's going to play the songs tonight. Peer pressure. <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't worry about it. I was just like, all right, whatever. So we waited around and waited around. And we got up there about midnight, which this it was pushed. Like it was not, we were not supposed to be on at midnight. I think we were supposed to be on at like 10. <laughs> but we started at midnight. So Jared was getting sleepy. Mm-hmm. You know, because he hadn't been touring heavily in years. You know, he was about midnight. He's he's about ready to call it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I got up there and, man, that sound man pumped all that sound up. He just overdid it. <laughs> so I hit the snare drum and we went to start that song. And it was so loud in my monitors. <laughs> I was like, why is it so loud? I'm not even hitting that hard, you know. And he it was so loud that Jared turned around and was grinning at me and was like, oh, <laughs> man. And then when we got done playing, we did 18 Days and Addicted. We got done playing, and he said it was so loud he could feel it in his teeth, and it made his teeth hurt. Like, I don't know what that was. But anyway, so I drove back, and I got to know him, you know, and we just kept hanging out over 2020. And I would go to his little acoustic shows to to support him, you know, because at that point he had become my friend, you know, right. like support we were just friends. hanging out all the time. Um, yeah. And then lo and behold, one day we were hanging out in Murfreesboro. He was doing a little acoustic show with his with his uh, side band called the Nashville Cartel. And uh, I think he was opening for Lee Bryce or one of those guys, um, mm-hmm. like a country artist or something. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think it was Tracy Lawrence. It, he was opening for Tracy Lawrence and we walked outside to get away from people. Cause both of us have this weird crowd thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he goes, man, I've, yeah, I've been writing some songs, you know, I've been writing with Jason a little bit. I'm like, like the guitar, like saving Abel, Jason. And he's like, yeah, we just been writing some songs. I, you know, it ain't, I don't think it's going to be, you know, like I'm, I don't, you know, don't think I'm rejoining just yet. You know, we're just writing songs and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I didn't think anything of it still. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, all right, cool. Whatever, dude. And um, like he did that thing again where he ran off for like a month and a half and didn't say. <laughs> like, he just went ghost. <laughs> he just went ghost for like a month. And I was like, okay, you know, he just, he just, sometimes he'll like, he'll throw his phone down and forget where it is for like a month. He don't need- <laughs> um, He's got other stuff going on, huh? Yeah. He's got three kids running around <laughs> yeah. on a business. Like he doesn't, he's just, there's too many moving parts, <laughs> which is, it's okay. Um, but he called me um, one day and was like, well, me and Nikki, his wife, we've been talking about you a little bit. And I'm like, okay, cool. We got some shows coming up. And he was like, no, um, they're canceled. I think they canceled the one in October, man. And I'm not going to be able to play it anyway. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. I was like, well, I got this gig with this Lance Lopez guy, you know, and I don't want to leave him hanging, but if you got any gigs, let me know. And I'll, I'll be happy to come do it, you know? Um, and he was like, yeah, I'll call you back on those. And then he just like, didn't, he just left again for like two weeks. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And then he called me back one more time. 
And uh, he said that he's rejoining Saving Abel. And I was like, as a fan and like a friend, I was like, that's awesome. And I thought he was going to get the original lineup back together. And like, it was going to be this thing. And I was, I was cool with it. You know, I was whatever. But then he goes, uh, well, I've been talking to Nikki and uh, I, I think you need to come with me. And I was like, to play drum? Like, yeah. And I'm like, uh, all right. Okay. That's cool, man. Oh, that's epic. Yeah, and then he called me back a week later, and he and he goes, I never really officially asked you, man. You want to play drums for Saving Abel? And I was like, yeah, dude, of course. <laughs> show up. And he's like, all right, well. Dude, yeah. <laughs> right back to our album, man. And we're going to record an Essentials album over the summertime. We're going to go in and get some stuff rolling. Uh, but, but yeah, you're pretty much in. We're going to get you talking and get you in the camp. Um we're going to talk to the managers and, and, and start getting the, start getting the wheels rolling on this. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, go ahead and start, you know, learning some stuff and, and getting some stuff under your belt and practicing and, and all that. And I was like, all right, cool. So I learned the whole catalog. And <laughs> yeah. I just learned all of them. I, I just, fuck it. I just went for Overkill, it. We're done. <laughs> yeah. um, I already knew like 10 or 12. I just went on and learned all the, all the CDs. I just learned all of them. Um, yeah. it's just better to be like that, you know, Prepared. absolutely. Well, I didn't know if they were going to throw me a curveball or not. <laughs> they had already thrown you what, 10? <laughs> yeah. They were going to be like, this is a deep cut from the first demo. Like, I, <laughs> like I was going to have to know it, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, I learned all of them. And then I showed up to the studio after a little bit and I did nine songs in four and a half hours over two days. Ooh. Yeah. Working man. Yeah. I (laughs) I just went in there and just got it. Like I didn't even flinch, you know, I didn't, I wasn't even nervous. It was, it was crazy. It was a very calming feeling because I guess when I'd heard Jared's voice in my ears, I was already kind of used to that. Mm -hmm. So it was like, my friend was singing to me. It wasn't like, Oh God, I'm so nervous. It was just like, it was like, it's just my friend Jared singing, you know, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, that's great how it just, you know, just went with the flow like that smoothly. Yeah, it just it just flew right out. Like it wasn't even, I didn't even sweat it, you know. I may have done like a punch on a fill here or there, but other than that, no, I did Beautiful Day in two takes. That's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Dave, I am so happy for you. And I thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. Yeah. I thank you for just taking the time out and be like, hey, you want to talk? Sure. Yeah. You know, that's epic. Thank you. I don't mind it at all. I, I, I love, you know, just, you know, talking about my friends and, and talking about uh, my bands and, and trying to help and push any other musician that is looking to do it, man. You know, just keep your head in there and stay really positive. Don't take nothing for granted. And just like, just be really cool about everything, you know, like, yeah. you know, don't, don't, don't set your expectations too high, but like, you know, don't forget that, you know, dreams, dreams can definitely happen. Yeah. And don't let your ego take over. Still be human. Oh yeah, totally. You guys are so just humble and it, it warmed my heart to see you with your friends at Rock and Pod. That was just epic to see. Yeah. Um, you know, just the family vibes. So that mm-hmm. was great. Yeah. All of our family vibes. You know, like our kids will run up and down the bus aisles and, you know, like, um, 
you know, it's a, it's a really good vibe, but, but yeah, when I got done with all those songs, um, then they announced me as a drummer in May, <laughs> but I hadn't played with them yet. Oh. So I had like two months of like, I'm saving Abel's drummer and I had never even hit a note. With him. <laughs> he just trusted me. Like, yeah, that's great though. Announced me as their drummer. I think they let <laughs> guy go like i mean it was all like bam 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 and like it was no hard feelings or nothing like they were they're all still like that i all of them actually still communicate with each other oh that's lovely i believe even the original lineup still nice. talk. i think so i i'm not i don't get into that stuff but i yeah. i don't think there's anything rough on any on any terms you know um matter of fact they don't know this uh, they might i don't know but uh <laughs> They're good now. <laughs> they do now, but uh, matter of fact, their original drummer is like one of my like heroes because I I learned a lot from him, and I'm I think I might go see him in a couple weeks. Oh, that's precious. Just to meet him, just to I'm be so like, excited for you. You're the dude, man. You know, like because he play he plays like a you know he's a songwriter. Mm-hmm. He plays with one of my friends. One of my friends is his guitarist nice so that would be really cool i mean you know if it happens cool if don't that's fine but um you know i'm just overwhelmed but but august 1st we started and we got on that bus and that was it like we just started going um jared said the bar is here we're not going any lower um we have a sober bus mm-hmm. you know like there are no nothing crazy nobody parties it's none of that like nice. it's really straight, you know, and the vibe is always really good between all of us. We have good communication skills. Um, on the, That's on, so important. Yeah. On stage. It's like that too. Like we're just having a good time, you know, like me, I'm really hard on myself. So sometimes it's hard for me to let stuff go. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I miss something, nobody notices, but me. And you beat yourself up about it. Probably nuts i get oh. like i won't i'm good at not like I, you know i'll hide it mm-hmm. but like sometimes i'll just be pissed off like oh. i can't believe i'm and it's so little it's not even that big of a deal you know? <laughs> so little like nobody even noticed but i'm like no he comes in on this comes in on the end of three and <laughs> it totally you know like how did I? So you're a perfectionist about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's great to have that ethic, though. Yeah, like but I don't beat yourself up. Or... No, I've not got over it, but like you know, <laughs> but yeah, like I don't even like when I'm playing. Like um, a good example is 18 days. When I'm playing 18 days, you know, I've always been a stickler on on uh, making sure your it feels just right, mm-hmm. like the feel of that song is a great example of development uh, for feel, like how it's supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. And I accent and play with Jared on that song. Nice. Like everybody else is doing their thing, but like I'm almost playing to his lyrics. Like (laughs) I hit exactly where it needs to be hit and drive it just like I'm supposed to. So I actually like Jared is the loudest person in my in-ear mix every (laughs) day. So I play with Jared, you know, right. like, of course I'm cohesive and I got all this stuff going on, but like, I make sure that he looks his best and he looks polished every night. <laughs> like, Say friends do that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
when I remember like when he called me, you know, they had, he had let the other, the other drummer go mm-hmm. and, you know, he called me and told me, Hey, we, we did this, you know? And like I said, there's, everybody was uh, totally fine. Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I could tell him was I got it. Okay. I, I, okay. I got it. And I got you. There you go. I got you. Like got you back. I got you, you know? And from then on, that was the way it was. And it's still like that. I got you. Like, Whatever you want me to do, I got it. And it is so hard to find people like that, friends like that. I'm so proud of you guys. Yeah, I. It's wonderful. But I, but you know, on the bus, man, I feel like I learn something every 30 minutes. I learn something new all the time, like, and I never stop learning. And I'm open to things. It is a little hard for me on occasions to read the room. Just because I, I naturally, I am a, I'm a talker. I'm an abrasive person. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean to be. I just, even if I hurt your feelings, like I would much rather me just be honest and hurt your feelings than, than <laughs> bullshit you. Um, right. <laughs> and sometimes that will get me in trouble. You wouldn't happen to be a Leo, would you? <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you? I'm the Aries. Aries, still a fire sign. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I don't mean to burn you, but like if it if it, I would much rather you pull me out in that bus alley and tell me what I just did wrong in front mm-hmm. of you than to to you know to pit. And they don't do. They're good about that. Yeah, they're, don't like, sugarcoat me with shit. Give it to me. <laughs> no, straight. I want all the info right now in front of me. That way, that mistake isn't made anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Speaking of mistakes, this is my first live show ever All right. uh, solo and we are supposed to be recording and I don't know how I fucked up, but I did. <laughs> we are wow. actually live, Dave. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> That's cool, though. I mean, I mean, I saw a live up at the top and I was I like, did All too, right. but I was like, wait All a minute, right. there's comments there. <laughs> All right, fine. Here we go. Like, I'm okay. I- they yeah, no, I don't know how I did it, but you know, I'm still learning myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, man, I've, 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 I couldn't be happier with my family, you know. And I, I still, you know, I did when I came home. It was very helpful for me because I got to reflect on everything. Um, sometimes in negative ways, like man, I probably shouldn't have done that, or man, I probably shouldn't have said that, or you know. But it's it makes me feel much more grateful now that I've, I've had time to kind of turn it off Okay. and I can compartmentalize it now. Like I can go, you know, saving able goes over here and my family goes over here. You know what I mean? And just kind of separate those things to where I can, you know, they're where everything can coexist, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to do that though, isn't it? It takes yeah, time to learn that. Extremely hard. It is yeah. not easy because I mean, dude, like, even when you're working, if you go back to work in a day job, like I went and took a job at a kennel, like I'm a kennel tech. I, I, yeah, I work with puppies all day. Like I make sure I clean them. And like, I did that out of, you know, for one out of boredom. Um, but two, like I did it just because like, I knew that like those puppies really don't give a shit who you play for. They just kind of want to be fed <laughs> and loved and taken care of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, you know, it makes you different appreciation for things, you know, like it's great walking out in front of a thousand people every night and putting your hand up and they all clap and that's fine. But you, that doesn't happen when you roll over out of your bed. 
your son doesn't clap when you make him breakfast. The dogs don't clap, yeah. feed them, you know, like it makes, it humbles you a lot, you know, and makes you that much more excited about everything. Um, you know, and I started going to therapy, which is great. It's not because like, I'm, you know, I don't know, but anyway, I started going and, and doing these like adult coloring books to slow oh, my mind. That's therapeutic. Yeah. It's to slow my yeah. mind. Yeah, because I'm an I'm very impulsive. I'm like, uh, I'm impulsive, energetic, and like really, um, I'm eager all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't have to tell me twice to do something; it's already <laughs> it's there. Huh? Yeah, I'm I'm really really on top of stuff. But sometimes you have to be patient in order for things to work themselves out in the way that you. Um, in the way that I guess you're either expecting or that you dream of, you know? And, um, it seems to me like saving able since we've been on this break has improved on the back end a good bit. And it's been very positive. And every time I hear from the guys, it's always positive. Nice. Um, you know, like, you know, whether it be like a new booking agent, you know, we got a new booking agent, you know, um, you know, a lot of a lot of good things are happening right now. A lot of good vibes. We're taking our time on the album. We're not trying to get in there and rush this thing out to get back on the road. We're actually like picking and choosing um, how we want this thing to work because technically it is a relaunch. I mean, a lot of those dates that we played, a lot of those were makeup dates. Okay, they were already booked. We, I, I don't think Jared like when we came into this, I mean, he was cool with it, but I don't think he doesn't, um, he wants to kind of like really take his time and get things booked properly and, and get everything in line to where it's worthwhile for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Like everybody has a good time all the time. (laughs) We already have such a good vibe on the bus, but, um, yeah, you know, when I stopped and and decided to do the, the therapy thing, you know, um, it really opened up some nice avenues for me to think on and it helped a lot with everything really like my family and, and, you know, kind of brought me, brought me to earth and grounded me really well so that I can prepare myself to go out again and, and feel way more comfortable with myself and not so, you know, oh my God, what did I do wrong every time something happened? Cause I'm, you know, I'm the world's worst about it. If something happens, I'm like, shit, how did I mess that up? You know, yeah, you beat yourself up about it. I totally I screwed that up. And even though I might not have, and it was completely out of my control because I'm in the room, I feel like I need to, to, to take the blame for it for some reason. Or fix it somehow. Yeah. I want to fix it. I, I yeah. mean, fix it or, you know, um, I'm also the first one to take up for the underdog in the room. Mm-hmm. If I feel like he's the underdog, then I will take up for him. And sometimes he might not be the underdog. He might just be like the snake in the grass. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, really? I, I just had your back asshole. Like, you know, like I try to look out for folks, but, and not come off too harsh. Um, but yeah, going to therapy kind of helped me, um, compartmentalize everybody and everything in a very positive way well you guys were just so humble and so loving when we met you and it was great i love seeing you you guys just warmed my heart i started paying more attention following you guys more 
And the more I've seen, the more I liked. And I just, I don't know, I felt drawn to talk to you to see if you would be interested in coming on. And I thank you so much for that. And just a second, I'm going to have to go to our outro, but don't go anywhere, okay? Okay, cool. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. I so much appreciate you, Dave. Absolutely. It's been wonderful to talk to you. Thanks. And kudos on going to therapy because so many people are intimidated about going to therapy thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a bad thing where it's not. It is so not. You can have have little things loose up here that you didn't even realize you could have been doing something you you didn't even realize you were doing and just somebody asking like you know how does that make you feel or like you know where are you going with this you're like man i never really thought of it like that and it's like well you know um think positively on it sometime and see what that does and sure enough it helps like just somebody asking you how you are because people getting in these mundane things where they just do the same stuff every single day and sometimes that will you will keep putting things off that needed to be tended to and and a therapist will help you you know kind of drain that a little bit to where you can you can focus a little better on what's really important you know right well thank you so much for everything i really really have enjoyed chatting with you don't go anywhere i'm gonna play the outro and i'll be right back great thanks thanks dave thank you This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out. Rock on. Much love.